For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. everyone to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. This is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, and future professional wrestling, plus so much more. You never know who's going to call in. It's half the fun. The Wild West of Podcasts right here on WCW Retro on the VOC Nation radio network at uh, VOCNation.com. And uh, be sure to enjoy all our programming on VOCNation.com. Uh, we have a lot of great podcasts and um, for you all to enjoy. 
Uh, and tonight, from WCW Retro, uh, the big topic of discussion tonight will be the total package Lex Luger. So you, you got any favorite Lex Luger moments and memories to share? Please call in tonight in this live uh, WCW Retro podcast at... 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. I'm looking forward to talking Lex Luger with you guys uh, shortly. Uh, before we get started, uh, I'd like to make a few announcements and plugs, if you will. First off, like I alluded to earlier, enjoy all the great podcasts on VUCNation.com. Uh, in the room every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Shelly Martinez every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Wrestling History every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, of course, WCW Retro every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Sassy Steph, uh, Wrestling with Problems. Uh, the legendary Raging Bull, Manny Fernandez. Has a podcast now on VHSNation.com. Uh, Briscoe and Big Ace. Uh, plus so much more, so much more podcasts for you guys to enjoy here on VUCNation.com. Just go to VUCNation.com and, and look for the dates and times of all our podcasts, and I hope you enjoy them. And also, support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash VUCNation. Buy your favorite VUC Nation t-shirt now, uh, including one of WCW Retro and one of yours truly, uh, Papa Stro, the Four Faces of Stro. Join this revolution. But uh, support us at VOCNation.com on Pro Wrestling Tees. Once again, ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOCNation. Um, of course, uh, a lot of stuff going on with my yours truly. Uh, I'm going to be on set soon for The Devil's Daughter, which is a Harlequin origin story. And for more information on that upcoming film, go to Facebook.com slash Real Devil's Daughter. I'll be starring as Dr. Jeremy Arkham in that upcoming film. Uh, also, uh, I'm going to be on set later on this year for the fourth season of the Dust Series, where I star as the Chief. And you can check out all three seasons thus far on their YouTube channel at youtube.com slash D-U-S-K series or on Avail TV at availfilms.com, A-V-A-I-L films, all together, no space, dot com. Um, uh, I'm going to be in a horror film later on this year that uh, will be premiering called Stench of Iniquity where that stars an ancient vampire named Abba in the film uh, for more information and updates on that upcoming film go to facebook.com slash stench of iniquity just like it sounds uh, shout outs to Masters of Ring Entertainment mastersofringentertainment.com fishing with special friends at fishingwithspecialfriends.com uh Innovative Hybrid Wrestling in the Maritimes area in Canada. Uh, give them some love and find out what they, they're up to at facebook.com slash IHWWrestling. Uh, Cauliflower Alley Club. Check out the latest on the Cauliflower Alley Club at caulifloweralleyclub.org, O-R-G, and find out the latest, what's happening with the CAC. Um, and for latest on yours truly, on my, my official website is thestro.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. Merchandise website is T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com slash merchandise, which is thestro.com slash merchandise. Uh, 
Uh, get your Papa Stroh merch today for all ages, including pets. Uh, Facebook, I'm on Facebook at Stro the Maestro. Uh, Twitter at Sign the Stro. Instagram at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtubecom Stro Maestro. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash realpapastro. And if you'd like to make a donation uh, to myself, whether buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. Thank you for those that have already donated. Much love and appreciation for that. But if you'd like to donate to me, send it to my PayPal at paypal.me. M is a Mary, E is an E, slash papastro. So that all together, it's paypal.me slash papastro. And uh, if you'd like to be a featured guest, on WCW Retro, uh, hit me up, shoot me an email at WCWRetro at Yahoo.com. We'll get you some exposure, if you will, right here on WCW Retro. And for bookings, uh, which I take bookings for uh, various things, so seminars, conventions, Comic-Cons, uh, wrestling, television, events, film, uh, radio, interviews, charities, what have you. I do a lot these days. <laughs> Hit me up, email me. It's Strofoya, S-T-R-O number four Y-A at Yahoo.com. Once again, it's Strofoya, Yahoo.com. And thank you, as always, for your much-needed support. Uh, with that, uh, lots going on. And, uh, and callers, uh, we'll be, I see they're uh, starting to pick, perk up here. <laughs> uh, we're going to be taking a uh, commercial break here. Pause for the cause, and when we come back, we'll be talking Lex Luger so much more. And just a reminder, guys, uh, anytime you want to call into tonight's live WCW Retro podcast, you can do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And we'll lead into the commercial with some – let's see what, what cool song we can lead the commercial with. Uh, I had one. I had one for you guys, but uh, oh yeah, it's some Bret Hart. Yeah, we'll play some Bret Hart. We'll be back in just a few moments, folks. Stick with us. Total Package, Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And uh, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Can Wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried. Who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. 
Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th. Featuring As We Become Ghost and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band Shades of Grey playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
Championship, uh, a tremendous feud that they had, and um, uh, Lex had a lot of great feuds and matches uh, over the years. Some of the very best in in our business, uh, of course, uh, including uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair, who you mentioned in the promo, uh, Sting, uh, Stan, Han- Larry Hansen, and uh, many many others, uh, Yokozuna, uh, and some of the very best in our industry, Hulk Hogan. List goes on and on, and uh, he's been uh, world champion uh, uh, quite a few times, uh, for sure. Uh, you know, he's, he's tagged with the very best as well. Uh, Barry Windham, for example, uh, Sting, and uh, a few others over the years. And which uh, Luger, uh, it's definitely uh, definitely one of the, one of the top stars. In pro wrestling history, no doubt, and definitely made his mark, and one of the most well conditioned athletes you you ever seen. I mean, this this guy was in phenomenal shape, uh, and, and incredible. 
So, uh, yeah, total package Lex Luger, man. Uh, that's the topic for tonight. So if you guys got any cool Lex Luger stories, call up, call in and, and tell us about it. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And I'd love to hear from it. Uh, so let's get to call us, shall we? Uh, what we got? Okay. We got Mr. Hollywood on the line. Let's bring him on. Hey, uh, welcome back, to Hollywood. How you doing, Hollywood? Hey, How you doing brother? How's it going, brother? Man, doing good great, man. You doing okay? Yes, sir. Everything good? Well. Yes, sir. That's yes, sir. great, man. Uh, hello to all the, my friends on the line. All my friends on the line. Uh, I tell you, uh, Lex Luger. Um, I got some. Well, I'm telling my favorites of Lex Luger. Can I tell him? Up so my story. Go, go for it, man. It's Lex Luger tonight, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start them with a bang. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go way back when, when Lex Luger um, first came to uh, NWA. He said he wanted to be a horseman. Mm-hmm. That was something, wasn't it? Yeah, Lex and he did. He, he, he became to be, a kid just that. He became one of the full horsemen there for a little while. Exactly. And then let's talk about I'm gonna bring it forward when Lex Luger um defeated Hulk Hogan for the world for the WCW World Heavyweight title. He had him in the torture act. Yeah, what a night that was. Wow. Wasn't that something? That was amazing. That was amazing. And to, to get Hulk Hogan <laughs> up in the torture act, that was that that was epic. I mean, I tell you, Lex Luger he's just, I mean he's um when you talk about one of the big names, you gotta say Lex Luger. Say, oh yeah, and he, he, he was in phenomenal shape, always in this tip-top condition, man. He was, yeah, he was. And then, oh, I can't forget about Lex Luger and the Wolf Pack. <laughs> oh yeah, he was part of the Wolf Pack. That's right, NWA Wolf Pack. That's right. Him with Sting and Kevin Nash, Macho Man Randy mm-hmm. Savage, uh, Kato, Kato. Uh, That's right. Yeah. The Wolfpack, Big Sexy Kevin Nash. Yeah, th- their theme Man. song was pretty catchy, too. Remember the Wolfpack oh, I song? Lo- <laughs> I used to love that. Oh, my God, I used to love that. Sometimes people go, I'll go on YouTube and listen to it. Man. That's awesome. Yeah, Lex Luger was an incredible athlete. Oh, amazing, man. I um, I remember when him and Sting won the, uh, the Crockett Cup tag team tournament years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're what? right. You're right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That and what tough. a popular team that, they were. Yeah. They were. Yeah, they were. You know what? The more I think about it, the more I think about it, you remember um, when uh, with Sting and Lex Luger, they went against the Road Warriors when they turned, when they went rogue? Yeah. Wasn't that something? What a match that was back then. Um, two of the most popular teams at the time, them and the Road Warriors, exactly. man. That's pretty awesome. What about the match they have with the Steiner brothers? Remember, remember the Steiner brothers? They wrestled the Steiner brothers? Rick and Scott. I, mean, I don't know. They did? I don't, I don't think that, I caught that. Wow. That, wow. That's that, that was, if you haven't, check it out when you get a chance. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to check that out. I got to check that out. Wow. Um, Lex Luger said, Lex Luger, I mean, he, uh, Lex Luger is definitely on his death of legacy in, in pro wrestling. No, no, no doubt about it. Right. And uh, no when he was the horseman, he got the team with the Tully Blanchard and, and the Crockett Cup exactly. the year before. Heck, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that was something. That's a shame they kicked out Ole Anderson to bring in Lex Luger. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got rid of, I, how do you get? How do you get? I mean, I understand. Like, I, I get it all, 
But how do you get rid of Oli Anderson to bring in Lex Luger? I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I don't. I mean, because you know, Oli Anderson, he was, he was, he was a tough customer. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. I, well, I mean, I, I guess they saw Lex Luger at the time as the future. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. big guy okay, put together. Think... You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. I said they definitely kicked him out. But uh, it's amazing. Uh, that torture rack of his, I mean, the guys he's gotten up in that torture rack was pretty darn impressive. <laughs> it was. It was. I mean, it really was. I mean, like I said, it really got me. When he put Hogan in the torture rack, that, that was something to see. That was wild, that was yeah. Really something to see. Hogan. I mean, the Hogan, he, no, he wasn't a small person, man. Mm-mm. That was, that was. I was, I was amazed when he was feeding Dusty Rhodes. He actually got Dusty up in the torture rack. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Yes, blew my mind. Yeah, at the time. Wow. And, and Dusty Rhodes was like he was like three twenty, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, he was a big fella. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, wow. wow. <laughs> that's when that's yeah, when Dusty brought back the Weaver Lock, the sleeper hold. Oh, okay. I yeah. Didn't know that. Wow. But yeah, I mean that yeah. that Lexus, he, he he was I mean he was a horse man. He was strong, dude. He was. I mean, like I say, he was in, he was in like a top. He was in top, um, excellent condition. He was always he was just, he was always in top in top condition. I mean. Oh, it, it was amazing. It just blew my mind how what great shape he was in. Uh, you know, Hiro Matsuda years ago trained trained him to be a pro wrestler. Oh wow! Years ago, that. yeah, and he, he was, was the up. same guy that brought in brought in Hogan, trained Hulk Hogan. What? Wow! Yeah, I didn't know that either. So wow. that, that's you know, pretty pretty impressive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. You know, you know what? The more I think, of, you know when you know when Lex Luger went in, Lex Luger um, after you know, after the Wolfpack, you know, you know, um, thing was gone for a while. You mean? And, and Lex Luger went rogue. You remember that? Yeah. He went. Oh, he went dirty. You know, you know, you know. He, he had the other Wolfpack. You remember? The more I think about it, when Hogan when they went, um, they went Wolfpack. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think he had another. It was another Wolfpack. You know, and then you know, uh, Lex Luger ran in. You know, I guess he's going to send the good guys, but he turned. He went rolled and went with the Hogan Wolfpack. Right. That was something. That was something. I mean, he went and went. He went dirty. I couldn't believe Lex Luger went dirty like that. He went from uh, he, I went, he, he went to like a villain. When he was uh, WCW World Champion at one time, he was managed by Harley Race. Back. Uh, he was. And this was yeah. This was like right back after. This is after Ron Simmons became World Champion. And that Ron Simmons and Lex Luger had that feud for the title, yeah, and Harley Race was managing Lex. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so ironic because Ron Simmons was also, you know, Hero Matt Suda also broke in Ron Simmons as well. So, I mean, you got that lineage there, Hogan, Simmons, and Luger yeah. being trained by Matt Suda, man. That's pretty wild. You're right. And Ron Simmons, he was great. I like him. I like Ron Simmons, too. He was at one time. He was a um, WCW heavyweight champion, Ron Simmons was. Oh yeah, he was—he was amazing, and and another strong, yeah. strong bull man. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he was. Anytime they maneuver together, like two bulls ramming each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ron, 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 better known as Farouk. <laughs> oh right. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, they're going to take hey, on two powerhouses for sure. No doubt, man. Oh, my God. I mean, I, those are the and, – and Luger, man, I mean, he's – if you think about it, he's, he's faced a lot of the top guys in the business through the years. You know, we yeah. mentioned a few – just Hogan and Flair and Sting. Yeah. 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 And Simmons. You're right. Man, and, and of course in WWE, you know, uh, wrestled Bret Hart, and uh, I, I think him he, and Davy Boy wrestled a few times. He did, wow. Yeah, he was in WWE when it was WWF, right? Yeah. And at one time, uh, yeah, Bobby Heenan was managing him. <laughs> the narcissist. I, I think I think I remember. Yeah, I think I remember. I think I remember that too. I think I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then he, then well, you became a fan favorite and started doing the whole Lex Express thing with Yokozuna traveling the country on the U.S. Lex Express <laughs> tour. I think, I, yeah, I think I remember that. I think I remember that too. Yeah, like I said, I mean, Lex Luger, man, Lex Luger, he was definitely one of my favorites. Oh, absolutely, yeah, he, he was great, and he was also. Um, remember, when Vince started the whole World Bodybuilding Federation. Deal. Uh, Luger uh, was doing commercials for that. Luger was doing commercials for that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Federation. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, wild, man. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's definitely, definitely one of my favorites. No, no doubt about Absolutely. it. Oh we, oh, we got Steve on the line. This, uh, you remember Professor Steve, right? Oh, yeah, Steve Logan. Yeah, here he is. Uh, hey. Professor Steve, welcome back, brother. How you doing? How you doing, Steve? Oh, How you doing, right. Steve? How you doing, brother? Good. Well, I can call him. Yeah. Awesome, good to, man. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Yeah, we're talking Lex Luger tonight. <laughs> the total package. Yeah, I was uh, watching some YouTube earlier. Uh, I actually got a chance to meet him last year at a convention, and... Uh, he told me he, he was asked a lot about He's been asked about it a lot, but I asked him about the Bruce Brody Cage match where uh kind of lost control oh, yeah. of the match. Wow. Crazy. And then uh, told me, you know, he just checked, you know, checked with Brody after the match and Brody was cool, but in the moment totally, you know, didn't know what to do, freaked out, just uh, ran out of the cage. <laughs> Mr. Hollywood and I were just talking about how Miro Matsuda had has quite the lineage, uh, breaking in Luger, uh, Ron Simmons, Hulk Hogan, and like some of the best names in the business. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. Yeah, the Jarrett's too. Yeah, I mean it's it's amazing. You know, Luger came from that class. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to Cornette's thoughts on Luger, and uh, totally, I totally didn't think about it. I should have, though. But uh, you know, Luger going to Nitro uh, without letting the uh, events know. I wonder if that's the grudge that you know, and that continued or. Events took, you know, still remembers and Jim kind of, you know, said that's, you know, exactly it. And then, um, 
Yeah, it's like definitely interesting. He's definitely a part of history with Nitro and also with the WrestleMania challenging Yokozuna and um, that that body slam challenge was pretty big moment. The one, the one that Bobby Eaton kept kept claiming was a hip toss. (laughs) 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 Commentary. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, you know, like, you're right though. He made history in Nitro. If, you know, I don't think if Luger hadn't have showed up on that Nitro at the end there, I mean, I don't think it would have. I don't. I mean, they had some good matches. Don't get me wrong that night, but I, I just think that was like pretty much icing on the cake. Seeing Luger show up out of nowhere from uh, straight from WWE like that, you know, that was history. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I've heard that. Uh, Luger has some good work with Flair, too, and uh, oh yeah, I guess the Saturday Night days, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember those, uh, during that time period they were uh, promoting those uh, Rue shoes. Remember those Rue tennis shoes they were promoting? <laughs> they were like different colors. They called them, "Yeah, get your Rue tennis shoes," right? And I, I think right. at one point Luger was wearing a pair through the ring. <laughs> wow. Uh, now you got uh, now you got young bucks wearing these eleven thousand dollars shoes. I guess during their <laughs> matches or right. Wow, crazy. And he was part of that Zubaz fast. Remember when the Zubaz was in style, like the Road Warriors oh, yeah. and Sting and Luger always would wear Zubaz pants on <laughs> Zubaz gym pants. I should. Uh, I wish I asked Animal how much he made off of that. Because I saw them last year. Do they bank on that? Yeah. Do they still sell? I think some places still sell them. Yeah. I think some places still sell them. I mean, but you know they banked on that. Oh my god. I I was in thing. One of one of Brady's friends, uh, Anthony Green, is in NXT. Like, I think he must be keeping them alive because he seems like the. One of the guys that wears Zubas a lot, and like, I, I told him uh, I like this jacket because it, it looked like a Rivera jacket. I got my pair from Nikita Koloff at his gym when I was going to work out at his gym. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in Nikita Koloff. Yeah. Oh. He was selling them, too. He had a whole yeah, bunch of Zubas pants. <laughs> wow. He's a, he's a tough customer, too. And you know, yeah. Lex had some good matches with Nikita too. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Wow, two powerhouses. Man, you know, I, I I really think Luger. I mean, you know, he made he made some great accomplishments. I I still think a lot of his stuff is still underrated though, because uh, like I said, he was very much yeah. a part of you know wrestling history. Yes, he was. Yep, he was. He really was. I mean, yeah, former yeah. world champion in WCW at one point. And, uh, yep. Wrestled with yep. some of the biggest names in WWE. So, in WCW. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, world yeah. champion, United States champion. Um, I was uh, telling Mr. Hollywood, and if he if he gets a chance to watch it on, on YouTube sometime, I think it's in the YouTube somewhere. There's a match with the Stein. Steiner Brothers against Sting and Lex Luger. It was amazing. Yeah, 
I got to I gotta watch that on YouTube when I get a chance, for sure. Man. Yeah, Nikita Koloff does a run into that match at the end, actually. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's crazy. But it's a pretty, it's, but the Steiner brothers and Sting and Luger—they had such good chemistry, man. It just blew me away how oh, good the match did. was. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, 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 they really did. That's why it shocked me when Steiner brothers you know, That's why uh, I thought—I mean, I thought it was a bad idea for you know Steiner. I mean, he broke them up like that when Scott Hall joined the NWO. Mm-hmm. I and he was, was like I said, we that. mentioned earlier, he was part of the, the infamous Wolfpack, NWA Wolfpack, Luger was. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I was, I mean, he, he, had, he has so much history. He has so much history. I mean, he has so much history. He has a professional he was, uh, he was in the War Games match, too. Oh, yeah. With, that's uh, right. Yeah. Horseman. Yeah, he was. He was a great. I thought he was a great horseman, honestly. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, like I said, yeah, I thought he was. I mean, yeah. I mean, he really. I mean, like I say, he has a great player on on hands and next Kelly Vance and next Duke. I mean, that was that was. He gave him a brand new look when he joined the horseman. Now, his feud with Dusty Rose is really good for the United States title. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. And we mentioned you know, earlier he teamed with Tully Blanchard in the Crockett Cup. Wow. And also Sting, was, uh, I think, the following year or two later. That was, that was incredible. That was crazy. Mag- Mag- I think Magnus Pierre was in the corner. When Magnum T.A. was in the corner, Sting and Luger, right? Oh. In the Crocker Cup. Oh, okay. Man, I think, I believe enough. so. It was, okay. Either that, it was, uh, I, I don't know if it was their corner or previous year with Dusty and Nikita. It, it was one of the two that Magnum T.A. was involved. Right. You know, like, Luger, he was also in the war game, so you know, it's the NWO versus the Horsemen. Wasn't Lex Luger in the war games in that in that, in that match? Lex yeah, Luger. yeah, we just yeah um, we just talking about that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was NW, it was a, if I'm mistaken, Luger was in the first ever war games, right? Uh, I think the, so. the horsemen and yeah, the NWO. That was, yeah, but this was, was like back when the horsemen was free with Dusty and his friends. Wow. Yeah, he's seven. Yes. But yeah. Sure. And uh, I love this. Fi- I gotta yeah, ask, go ahead. Uh, I mean, obviously, do you, is it is it fair to say Ric Flair is Luger's best opponent? Well, I I know they they had some great matches together. I mean, they they clicked really well. Um, I I, I would say Sting would be another one that Luger had good chemistry with. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they had to because uh, I know they're friends behind uh, scenes and Sting uh, definitely lobbied to get Luger into WCW during that Nitro early Nitro run. Yeah, they're good friends. They're also business partners. They had the gym in Atlanta, uh, main event fitness yeah. for a little while. 
So yeah, they're pretty uh, tight. Yeah. You know um uh, you know that controversy, you know, when uh when uh NWO came on the scene the um the fake scene came out and everybody thought that was yeah. the scene but it wasn't and then you know the controversy between Lex Luger and Sting and they fell out. They, right. They, they, I don't know what happened. That that was that was that was really incredible too. I mean, because you know they, I guess they broke up their friendship or something like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you know, then Sting came. You know, Sting came out later as the black and white scene, but he was quiet, didn't say anything. And I remember right. um, he came in the ring one time. Sting did, and Lucas and Lucas did. I think they shook they shook hands or something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember the. Uh, and that was man, that was something, man. That was something. That was really something. One of my favorite, one of my favorite feuds with Luger had been the one with him and Ricky Steamboat. Man, that feud was oh, hot. Why wow, I didn't know that. That was the one where he turned on Steamboat, the class of champions. Remember that? My degree. Luger turned YouTube. on Steamboat. Dang, I didn't know that. And uh, they had a match later on that year at the Great American Bash. Oh, it was it was so good. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Lex Luger, he's wrestled some big names, no doubt about it. I forgot about Ricky Steamboat, the Dragon. Oh, yeah. They had a, this was right Still. after um, St- Flair, uh, Flair and Steamboat's feud, too, title. It was right after that. Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but um, did, you, did you talk about the uh, releases earlier today? Nah, I'm not yet, but I was going to get to that. <laughs> Sorry. I, didn't wanna I was going to get to that, man. Uh, yeah. Well, we can jump on it now. We're we're on the topic, man. Yeah. What about all these releases that WWE released? Crazy, man. Like, I'm, I'm wondering if they have a no-compete, because if they don't, maybe someone like a Samoa Joe could pull the Exploder and go on Dynamite. Wouldn't that be something? Right. Wow. Samoa Joe and AEW, man. Wow. Wow. I, I like him. Yeah. I like Samoa yeah. Joe. I couldn't believe they let him go. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. He was a good guy. And, and the Iconics. Yeah. Oh, my God, the Iconics. Oh, oh unbelievable. Oh. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, they, they let oh, go the, the girls, man. They they want wow. to expand to Mexico, but they released Andrade and Kalisto. I, I don't get it. Ah, what in the world? <laughs> they were the best they had. Right. Unbelievable, man. Yeah, that is. Oh, you, you would think Charlotte would have tried to pull some strings and say, hey, you know, let's hang on to yeah, Andrade. She she might have pitched a, a on-air couple story, and they just probably didn't want it. But uh, wow. I was wor- I was worried about uh, Alistair Black, but apparently I read that he's filming stuff for uh, for his return, so I'm kind of happy to hear that oh, he's that's... not, you know. Yeah, that's good. Future endeavors, yeah. But man, whoever gets Samoa Joe, they're gonna be they're gonna be uh, pretty happy, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely a good asset. Oh, I would love down the road to see the Iconics get back together in some way or fashion. Who well, they yes, end up with? That's why, right? That's why I thought like, um, I could definitely see them in Impact or AEW. Right, yeah, that would be, be awesome. 
I miss their sticks whenever they come to the ring, the little deals they would do. Oh, man, it was so entertaining, those gals. I don't know so much. I'm going to call it a night, but I'm pop so much. I just want to say I enjoy talking um, tonight. Oh, it's a pleasure, podcast. Mr. Hollywood. Yeah, I, tell you, I really, I really so enjoy it. Um, I enjoy your podcast. I enjoy it on you, Steve, Steve Logan, and Dr. John, and Malcolm, and Grant, Granny Hulkster, and everybody. I, mean, I, I really enjoy calling in every week because I love professional wrestling. That, it's always a pleasure, brother. Call back anytime you want, man. Thank you so much. We're doing us, and I love you guys. Love you guys. Love you, brothers. Love you, brothers. I love you too, Mr. Hollywood. Take care. All right, y'all. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. You too now. Thank you. Bye bye. That was Mr. Hollywood, everybody. Yeah, this is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, guys, it, it, it. I, I was kind of taken back by some of the names that were like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Right. But I guess it's time like, of uh, year, right? After WrestleMania. Especially for Joe, like, it was funny, me, my friend, and somebody I follow, we all, like, said the same profanity about Joe and leaving. Like, what the F? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I was so hoping he would get eventually get back in the ring. I mean, he was great on commentary. I, I thought he was awesome, but I was just hoping he would have no one more run, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I think. But uh, maybe was, can, can you imagine him in AEW? That would be pretty amazing. Oh man, I'd love to see him with like uh, love to see him toss Darby Allen around. Love to see him against uh, Lance Archer. Oh my god, I can't imagine. <laughs> what a what a match um, Darby had with uh, Matt Hardy the other night. It was really good. Yeah, I need to. Go back and watch all of it, but I saw uh, a lot of the end of it, and it was pretty neat, especially when he did the uh, coffin drop up up the uh, stage area. It was crazy onto the that, table. That that was amazing. That was pretty amazing, man. And I mean, the whole card uh, the other night was really good. Uh, uh, Jade and um, Velvet oh, was, yeah. was 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 pretty good. Um, uh, Jericho and Dax was really good too, and uh, it was and, and that punch. I, oh God, that punch he gave Cash! Oh my God, wow! But it, I mean, it was, top to bottom, I thought it was a great one of their better shows. Oh, apparently um, they did over a million uh, because of the NXT move, probably. Nice. And uh, I think NXT did like eight hundred thousand um, this week. So I think that move was good for both of them. Vote. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I really thought. I think, yeah, I guess I thought it was really cool NXT having all the women's champions in the ring together. Yeah, I did see that. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I wonder what's next for Eo though, because uh, Raquel. I think is a is a dominant looking champion, but I wonder uh, if Io moves to another brand or challenges the M. But it was cool to I'm see uh, sure. Rio Raquel together. Yeah. Right. I hope you know they got some really cool in mind for Io because he's one of the best they got. He's amazing. Right. 
And same goes for Oscar. I really hope they got something cool for her because I mean she's been kind of she's been kind of like, uh, she's been really solid solid champ for them most of the year. Definitely. But you know, yeah, I was we'll kind see. of disappointed. I mean, disappointed mm-hmm. we had no uh, Bailey match on Mania. Uh, I think they were teasing a Becky return, and they might not think I heard if they cut it. Yeah, I didn't get that because you know, Becky was doing all those teasers out there and then nothing really transpired. So I'm <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I was wondering if it was just the rain delay and then maybe they changed plans to just to use the bellows there. But, um, yeah, I thought if they were going to bring her back, why not bring her back while there's a crowd? Right. Unless you do NXT, yeah. I heard that. Uh, I think okay. This is we'll be four eight four Erica. I think this is Justin. Let's see. Um, welcome to WCW Retro. Four eight four area code. Hello. Okay. Well. Yeah. What's that? No, I was wondering if he was on mute or somebody was on mute. Oh, I don't know. I, it was like I wasn't getting any. I wasn't getting anything. Yeah, didn't get any. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I thought maybe it was uh, Justin. Well, let me try him again. Let's see if it's him. Hello, welcome to WCB Retro four eight four area code. Going once. <laughs> Going twice. Going twice. All right. Oh well. Well, if they can, they're still online, so they can listen in. <laughs> mm-hmm. We tried twice. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I just uh, it, the next month or so will be pretty interesting where all this talent ends up for sure. Yeah, I wonder if they uh, do a roster shake-up, too, or just just doing screen cleaning. But, uh, yeah, I, hope, I wonder, uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing if there's any no-competes no or uh, or whatnot when that news gets out. But, um, yeah, that was interesting interesting news earlier. Uh, did you see the uh, Jericho uh, interview? On the network, the Jericho. Yeah, the Jericho interview. Oh yeah, on, on, yeah, yeah. That was, that was pretty interesting, and uh, it was really cool to see some of those uh, AEW Easter eggs <laughs> in there. The Jericho dropped yeah. off as well. And then um, I thought it was cool that he talked about his New Japan run too with Naito and Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. It was cool to talking about some and, uh, of the bloopers that him and Austin did when they had their feuding together, and they were showing <laughs> clips of some of the <laughs> stuff they did on the on the fly. <laughs> and uh, it really, I, I, I'm really, it was really cool that he brought up Eddie Guerrero too. Oh yeah. And then Sammy Guevara got a mention. 
<laughs> one of his favorite tag team partners. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty neat. Like just hearing, uh, you wouldn't think just a while ago that we they'd be talking about AEW and the network like this on Peacock. Ah, good stuff, man. I I really enjoyed it. I I, I really hope this is a sign. Maybe the we'll see a little bit, you know, a few more crossover interviews on the Austin podcast. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe uh, I'd love to see a Dustin interview. I think that'd be pretty good because oh, you can talk yes. about Dustin Dusty. Yes. Oh, that would be great. Because I'm sure he would have a lot, lot of good stories, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> right. Or even Cody. Can you imagine Cody on there? Be amazing. Oh, yeah. His line could be career there, too. So. Oh, that'd be tremendous. Good stuff. Uh, let's see. Well, we, let's try to 484 one more time. Hopefully we'll get a, a voice response. <laughs> 484 area code. Welcome to WCW Retro. Hey, what's up? Hello, Justin. We, 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 we tried to get you on a couple times, and we didn't hear nothing back. So hey, welcome back, man. How you doing? Uh, I was having phone issues, that's all. That's all good. I was being stupid. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're we're talking um, Lex Luger earlier. You got any cool Lex Luger stories or moments you'd like to share? Oh, oh man, I would say I'll say one was uh, Lex Luger when he it was uh, it was one I saw on YouTube earlier last week or the week before. It was. Uh, that's Luger body slammed, uh, was it Yokozuna or something like that? Somebody like that? Yeah, Yoko. Yeah, I think, I, think it, I think it was him, but it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one Bobby Heaton kept claiming he, it was a hip toss, not a body slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Lex Express. <laughs> yeah, he had the buzz and everything. It was It was interesting. I was saying, I was saying to myself, I was like, like there's no, like, there's no way that this guy's gonna body slam a 500 pounder, 500 pound guy, oh. and then, and then that guy was massive. He, <laughs> he he was huge. It's crazy throughout Yokozuna's career. I don't know if you watched his uh his documentary. Oh, later on, well done. Enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Later on in his career, he would just keep on adding and adding, adding more weight to him. I'm like, that's bad. That's bad for your health and all that. But I guess, mm. but I guess he was, but I guess he was going through a lot of stuff and all that. But, but who knows? Remember the match he had with Vader, and after the match, they had to literally pick up Yoko in a forklift because he was like too heavy to pick up. <laughs> I don't know well, that one. Yeah, that was that was wild, man. I gotta go back and watch that because I'm sure that was a big, uh, interesting heavyweight match right there. But yeah, Luger, yeah, he was he, he had a pretty good run with WWE. He did during that time. I, just I'm just looking at his uh, NWA uh, 
run, and he's got so many great opponents, like Brian Pillman, Great Muda. He even had yeah. uh, Mark Callis before he became Undertaker. So yeah, many, I, I uh, think I think he, he wrestled Mark right before he went to Vince. Right before. Right. Do you think, uh, do you think American Bash? Do you think what uh, Slayer would would still be a uh, top draw if he was if he was still wrestling today? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, know, think, um, I think he would be. I know Cornette said he he would. I remember, I remember a couple months. I think it was, I think it was last year. Or so I heard that uh, Let's Luger, he's in, a, he's in like a wheelchair now, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. damn, that's crazy. Like what, like what was, I, like what, like what, like what's the cause of that? Is it just like all the, like all the wrestling? I think it was. I think it was just well. Uh, Working out and taking a lot of uh, supplements, uh, so to speak, and just that uh, after a while, I think his body just broke down just from all the working out and uh, training. After a while, yeah, Luger, Luger used to train like a madman. <laughs> I mean, that's how I was in phenomenal shape. Even. Um, I was watching, I think, one of his matches. It might have been in the 2000s, like, past his prime. He was uh, wrestling Tracy Smothers, and he he didn't have his balance, but he just looked ripped. Even, like, in his post-WW, like, matches, he was, like, still in shape. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean the dude had, like, an eight-pack, except a six-pack. He was just, like, ripped to the bone. Right. Do you do you prefer uh, Luger as a villain? Because that seems like even Luger says he prefers being a villain. Oh yeah, he was a great heel, man. Every time he would turn heel, that was some of his best stuff. He was the uh, narcissist in WWE, and sure, he was a good villain in WWE as well. That that's what made his turn against uh, on Ricky Steamboat so good was the fact that he was such a great heel, doing it. Right. Because he was uh it was it was during the time where he thought Terry Funk and Ricky Steamboat was getting all the title matches, not him. Against Flair. And it was like the perfect time to turn heel. <laughs> his timing was great. But yeah, he, yeah, he was much better. I mean, in my in my opinion, he was a much better heel. I mean, that's some of his best stuff. Definitely. And uh, now he went to Japan uh, quite a bit when they went to Japan, also. Yeah. I think. Um, he had he had matched with Chono too. Chono, that's right. And he wrestled uh, the Great Muda at that that Starcade. Yes, eighty nine. I'm gonna go back and rewatch that because uh, it's just like it, uh, surprise. Uh, like I forget how many great opponents Luger had in the show you. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Starcade 95, at, at, yeah, it was the event that he faced Chono. Mm-hmm. And he had pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, he had pretty sweet power slam, too. Right. His power slams are pretty cool. Alrighty, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna head off, make it off here. I gotta go. I gotta be I, at work at like nine thirty in the morning. Oh, it's good talking so to I'll you, talk. Justin. Thank you for calling, man. Yeah, man. I'll try and uh, I just gotta keep staying on this uh, positive mind frame and all that. And it's been like the last couple months. It's just been stressful. That's so all. That's that's well, why yeah, that's why I have. That's why I haven't been calling in any shows and just my, keep just keeping myself and all that. So Hey, we'll keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah, man. I'll, yeah, I'll talk to you guys. I might call it next week or the week after, but awesome. I'm not too sure. Yeah, please do anytime. I'll probably I'll 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 probably let you know with a with a message or something here and there. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always ha- enjoy having you on, brother. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you guys have a good player, guys. Oh, you too. Yep. That was that was Justin, everybody. And uh, we have a <laughs> Skype call, the one one ones. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like Forrest Gump says, "Life's like a box of chocolates. You never know where you're gonna get, especially with the <laughs> Skype caller." So, all right. So here it is. Uh, Okay, one 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 one, and then ones. Uh, <laughs> welcome to WCW Retro. Welcome back to Santana. No, I, how you doing, Brian? Hey, <laughs> hey Brian. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> welcome back, brother. How you been? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, I, sorry, I was late. I was checking out the press conference I had on uh, Impact with. Kenny Omega and uh, Rich Swan. So how'd that go? Uh, it was it went pretty good. They uh, they did say that both companies had agreed for all those people that have been asking uh, that at at Rebellion there will be a winner. They're gonna make sure there's a winner that somebody's walking out champion. And oh, title for title, right? Yeah, and they said both champions wow. have agreed that uh, they will defend their title uh, on Impact or AEW whoever wins and then at the end uh, Omega and Rich Swan got into it Omega slapped Rich Swan in the face and <laughs> they got into it and turned the tables over I know I don't know if this will ever happen but can you imagine the swerve and, and Swan, Rich Swan come out both the AEW champion and the Impact can you imagine oh my god yeah that that would be, be wild and I I, I've had I've had a, a few people mention to me that uh, they think that see Tony Khan announced that he's going to be appearing at the pay per view, and I've had a few people oh. mention to me they think that Tony Khan is going to buy Impact or something, but I don't know. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, well. I don't know. <laughs> no, that'd I, be amazing. I think, um, I think if yeah. anything, it'd be more like a feeder system type thing, like OVW, not the main impact, but I think that's what it'd be most likely. Yeah, I don't, I don't see how he would fit all that talent into 
into dynamite. I mean, two hours, and then if I don't want to do an impact, if he's still, he's I got, guess he's he still. Gets, yeah, he's got so much talent that he has to have two YouTube shows to put him on there. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Looks like he may have more talent with all these uh, people being released. <laughs> I know. Latest Mojo Raleigh. Mojo Raleigh. Oh, my gosh. Did, did, hey, uh, did you see the uh, Twitter exchange between uh, CM Punk and Samoa Joe Stevens? No. Yeah, I think, like, there was a – there was, I think <laughs> Joe tweeted, like, a Chappelle joke and – or, no, CM Punk tweeted a joke with the Chappelle joke, and then, like, Joe was like, they shouldn't never give me money or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah, then, and, then, and then after <laughs> after that, Punk said – Said, uh, yeah, they both, they both blanked up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I still can't believe they got rid of him, man. That's unbelievable. I, right. I know that was that was surprising to me when I when I seen that name. I mean, the other names I wasn't really that surprised about when I seen Samoa Joe. Like Samoa Joe, he's been on there announcing and. Did a pretty good job, you ask me, and and uh, and then Billy Kay now, was just on their pay per view on WrestleMania. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I was surprised by their comments, you know, that they got rid of them. And uh, Chelsea Green, you know, having the good brothers too. They were on WrestleMania, and then they they get taken off the roster. Yeah, they were main event with AJ and Taker. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. I guess. I guess those rumors can be put to rest now about uh, Bo Dallas being Bray, Bray Wyatt or being the thing. <laughs> I was uh, yeah. There was yeah. There's a lot of speculation online about the thing not being Bray Wyatt, and I'm like, just you know, I I knew it wasn't true when Russell Talk, you know, shared rumors about the. Finish being changed at Mania, and I was like, okay, well, it's not Bo Dallas, and it's not Austin Black Bo Dallas right now. But it's like now they look even worse, like trying to say it was Bo Dallas when he gets released. If it was Bo Dallas, he wouldn't be released. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. when when I was watching the the Mania match, I don't think that was uh, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. I don't think that was Bray Wyatt. Oh, you're one of them. I was, yeah, I don't. But I'm I'm gonna tell you why, Steve, <laughs> because when he when he go, <laughs> no, I, the reason I say that is because he moves so quickly. I mean, he dove the, the first move, he dove off and hit that clothesline. I was like, "Holy smokes, that was fast for Bray Wyatt!" And then he starts just moving real fast <laughs> in the ring, and I'm like, "He looks like he's lost some weight or something." I'm like, "Is that well, really Bray Wyatt?" And I noticed his arms were covered up the whole match. He never showed his arms. I got I got, I got one comment to make. Uh, WrestleMania was inside job. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's a good one, yeah. Oh, man. That's uh, I don't know where the heck they're going with this Bray Wyatt Alexa Bliss thing. I mean, it, it's just going way off the rafters. I have no clue what's happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated that I keep defending – the Bray Wyatt character, and then they keep, you know, dissatisfying us with these. You know, he, he can come back from the dead, but he can't even beat Randy Orton, but Alexa Bliss can. It makes us sad. 
even <laughs> even with the Bray Wyatt character. Well, they 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 originally are they, are they going to like feud that, or what? I don't know, man. Well, they they originally said uh, that before Mania, that Vince and Bruce Prichard had it down that uh, uh, Ray Wyatt was going to win, and then they changed it yeah. last minute and said Randy Orton was going to win. I'm like, okay. Yeah, Russell Russell Talk uh, mentioned that. Yeah. So. Poor Ollie and Wrestle Talk. They made him shave his head and eyebrows. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my he God. Has Ollie. A, he looked like a Tekken. He looked like a Tekken character with that that buzz cut that I heard the other day. There yeah. was a <laughs> there was a YouTube video I seen. I don't know if y'all have ever seen this guy. Uh, I I I watch uh, Wrestle Talk too, but. There's this guy, I don't know if I've ever seen him or not, he'll get on YouTube and he'll say, and I want to let everybody know that I have some rumors and the WWE, and after every yeah, finish, he, yeah, yeah, he, 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 like, he, he, he sounds like Rap Boy. He sounds like Rap yeah, Boy. Yeah, he sounds like a robot. <laughs> rap, but, yeah, but he said, he said uh, oh, the day he I said, know what you're talking about. You know, yeah, I, know I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was like, what in the world? But he said the other day, he said, now watch everybody at WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar will be revealed as the Fiend. He will have five Jordan. Re- <laughs> I was like, that's got to be a voiceover okay. Yeah. A bot with voiceover or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Goodness gracious. Yeah, it'll, it sounds like the a next month or so will be interesting. Very right. <laughs> sure. What do you, you think about the whole thing? Because uh, I was kind of very uh, uh, jaded going in. So I kind of I did enjoy the speeches that I did here, like Kane's and RVD's. Yep, I... I I enjoyed them. I just wish they would have let them gone longer with the speeches. Some of them are way too short. Right. That's how I felt. And, you know, basically Molly, when uh, Molly Holly got up there, yeah. says, "Hey, you know, thank you, thank you. Uh, have a good night." <laughs> I'm like, "What? Wait a minute." You know what I mean? Yeah, like if they're not gonna, I understand not having inductees there because of travel and COVID. But like, if you're not gonna have you know, people inducting them speeches, you might as well let the speeches be longer than You would think, right? Yeah. And especially Bischoff. Why would Bischoff be short? All the history with him. Oh, my goodness. Right. Yeah, he he's kind of, uh, he's kind of, uh, I guess, I guess it depends on who's, who's paying and what at the time because, I noticed after he got inducted in the Hall of Fame, he went on a show and did an interview, and he said, uh, "He said, who gives a who gives a crap about the whole Impact AEW uh, whole whole angle they're doing partnership? Who cares? Nobody cares." And I was like, "Wow, you know, you disappeared on AEW a few weeks ago, and you're talking big, big and good about it. Now you into the Hall of Fame, and now you didn't change your mind because you're being paid by this well, man." <laughs> <laughs> I think I think people expect them to be blunt, and 
obviously Impact doesn't get a lot of buzz, so I don't think he's not wrong either, but um, I'd have to listen to the clip for full context, but I sometimes I still listen to him for uh, the profile episodes. Like, he did an episode on uh, Kirk Henning and Kirk Gagnon. It was pretty entertaining stuff. Yeah, 83 weeks is good. I mean, they does some good stuff. I was just, you know, pointing out. But, uh, you know, this... I like those, uh, inter- those I, guest appearances he does on AEW. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I, I hope he'll still be doing them, you know, <laughs> after right, that right. comment. <laughs> uh, but, you know, this whole partnership thing, I hope they're building something. You know, I guess they're building something because... I, you know, I've seen it really, really benefit, uh, I guess it's benefiting AEW by having the Good Brothers on there, but I don't see what it's doing for Impact. I mean, they've had the Hal Omega over there, but I don't, I don't really see what it's doing, you know. I mean, I don't really see how it's, I don't see what it's doing for, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see, uh. Well, now they got um, now now they got the young bucks in the clique too, so they pretty much got yeah. everybody right. together. See, I, and you know, I love how uh, everybody got worked from their tweet about no negativity, please, and everybody just took the bait. <laughs> yeah. they, they 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 can't they can't read sarcasm apparently. <laughs> You know, I, I think I think something interesting though. Uh, I I remember about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Tom Matonga was on Twitter, and he tweeted yeah. and he tagged he tagged John Moxley. And he said, "Hey Moxley," he said, "I think you might need some help." So I thought yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I, I also wonder. I also wonder what Don Callis was talking about last night when he said they had a, they had some kind of surprise. As they were talking about that last night, wrestling, they were wondering what right. he was talking about. I like how uh, Young Buck got those white outfits and those expensive shoes. Like you just total, that's total heat, white heat. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now y'all, you know, I I just. I, I just thought of something. You know, Stro was mm-hmm. talking about a little bit ago, you, you know, you were talking about what if Rich Swan walks out impact and AEW champion. Well, here's another scenario I don't know if anybody thought about. What if they pull a WCW swerve, nobody sees coming, and Tony Khan shows up at impact, he costs Rich Swan the match, joins... Don Callis, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks, oh, and the Good Brothers, and then you got another Bischoff NWO thing. <laughs> that sounds like Immortal from TNA. Yeah, I know right. that that would be that would be horrible, actually, horrible because it'd be a repeat of <laughs> what they might only they fork, the fork and Impact. <laughs> they might stick the fork yeah. and Impact. Yeah. In. <laughs> as long as Tony, as long as Khan doesn't do. A bunch of appearances on Dynamite, then it'd probably be more tolerable. But we we, yeah. we have enough uh, 
heel authority figure as well as authority figures. <laughs> uh, I'll tell uh, you what, that Don Callis, that man gets on my nerves bad. <laughs> uh, he does, he does, he does good at portraying his character. I mean, he he, he just, woo, he can he can get under your skin. He does a good job. I know he was a while back. He was a great manager. Yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been following him since the uh, Killing the Town podcast days, and I really liked his New Japan work. And it, it's kind of cool to see how he's progressed uh, and kind of right. reinvigorated Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks recently. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been I've been following him ever since he was Cyrus over in ECW running yeah. it on TNN. Cyrus, yeah. Long, yeah, long black hair. I, I, I didn't have uh, ECW when I was watching uh, earlier, but uh, but I, I went back oh, okay. and watched the Cyrus work. I, I went back and watched it. He was pretty entertaining in the background as Cyrus, and I like hey, his uh, Jack. I like his Jack work too because he had that yeah, yeah. cult leader. Uh, Live to him. Oh yeah, right. you talking about the? Are you talking about the one where he was with Kurgan and WWF? The Truth Commission and but yeah, his Cyrus work was really good. Yeah. Mhm. So tonight, uh, Lex Lex Luger tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Got any cool, Lex, Lex, Luger yeah. 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 Got any cool Lex Luger stories? Oh. Oh yeah. Uh, back in. It was 2000 and I think, I think it was around 2012. It might have been. I I got to meet Lex Luger and Nikita Koloff in person. And uh, Lex nice. Luger, uh, real real nice guy. I got to you know I got to watch him. You know I got to watch him. Uh, Nikita the day before he was at a wrestling thing. It was uh, called Wrestling for Jesus. And Thunderbolt Patterson was there. He gave his testimony and. The kid Koloff and uh, boxer Ebo Elder was there. He gave his testimony, and uh, Tommy mm-hmm. Wildfire Rich was there, and Chick Donovan, and and uh, the Chick next Donovan, day, yeah. yeah, and the the next day in church, um, it was Koloff and Luger was there together, and they gave their testimony and preached and everything, and a video uh, videotaped it, and uh, uh, Luger, you know, he was. Uh, He's a great, great uh, person, and he, you know, so is Koloff, and he was a great wrestler in the ring. Uh, I remember one of my favorite all-time matches, and I mentioned on the show before, but it was uh, Barry Windham and Lex Luger against Arn and Toad Blanchard when, uh, Arn, well, Arn Anderson, Toad Blanchard, whenever mm-hmm. uh, Luger tur- turned on uh, Barry Windham, and uh, oh, yeah. Or was, yeah, and he joined the hor- Horseman. Uh, you know, I just I thought that was well, awesome. I, I think and, that was uh, I think that was the other way around. Yeah, Barry Windham turned on Lex. Lex. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking when I said that. I, said, I think I said that wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what it was. Barry turned on Lex, mm-hmm. and then I remember they, one they of my favorite together. Oh yeah, Barry and Lex did. Real good. And then I remember one of my favorite matches. From WCW main event, it might have been called NWA main event back then. It was uh, Lex Luger. Jim Ross was calling the action, and I forgot who the uh, commentator was with him. But it was a main event. It was Lex Luger and Doctor Steve Williams, and uh, right. they they battled it out and went to a draw, time limit draw. And they said, 
we're out of time, folks. We got to go, but this has been quite a quite a match, you know. <laughs> and uh, and then I remember when Luger won the uh, won the world title first time ever from Hollywood Hulk Hogan on oh, Monday yeah. Night Raw. I I thought that was a you know amazing. And uh, my bro- my I, my little brother was so oh, was so mad um, years ago watching the Bash. Great American Bash, uh-huh. Luger fought Flair for the title. They were in Baltimore, yeah. And Luger had Luger had him in the rack, right? And uh-huh. uh, the bell rang, and, and my brother was cheering, right? He thought Luger had won the title, right? And and then they turned out it turned out that that stopped the match because they had the blood stipulation rule for the athletic commission there in Baltimore. So that's how Flair retained the title, and my brother was so hot. <laughs> oh man. My little brother was so mad. Oh my god, it was so funny watching him get upset. Man, uh, <laughs> that was in the right? What was that? No, what was that in Baltimore? You were talking about? Oh, that was a great American Bash when Luger fought, oh, okay. wrestled Flair for the title. That was the night that they had that triple tower doom cage match. With the team, oh, yeah. uh, Jimmy Garvin's team against Kevin Sullivan's team, because they were feuding at the time, and uh, and I think the first opener match was Nikita and Sting taking on Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. I mean, it was a stacked card. Oh yeah, also uh, the Fantastics and uh, Midnight Express wrestled that night too. Nice. Um. Why, why do you think um, Luger didn't get the? Uh, I know it's. I know the answer is probably Vince, but why do you think Luger didn't get the WWE title, the world title, like especially when he was when he was hot, uh, when he was feuding with Yoko? Like I know Brett would get it eventually, but and Luger would challenge Brett at Mania, but it seems like they didn't pull the trigger right away or at the right time. Yeah. That boggles my mind because Luger was everything Vince liked at the time. He was a big guy, good-looking guy, great, phenomenal shape, um, had a presence about him. I mean, he, he was like everything you would think Vince would, like, love, right? But he never right. got kind of crack at being WWE champion. Now, I don't know. That that guess Your guess is as good as mine. I, <laughs> I've always wondered about that myself. It's uh, it's interesting because like it's like yeah, what if they did that Cena or uh, Roman Reigns, like, um, but they did it to Luger at that point. Yeah, I mean that, uh, it would have been like the wow the person that never had the championship should have been champion. You know, I mean, I mean I'm sure Luger would have been a great champion for him. Yeah, he put, he put on yeah, some great yeah, matches yeah. with uh, Sean, Sean Michaels for the uh, Intercontinental Title. Oh yeah, but but uh, they ended in in, in count out and uh, disqualification, but and never did get finished, you know. But he put on some good matches though. I mean, you know, and him and uh, and you know another guy that uh, you know I'm surprised that. Vince didn't take further and put the belt on was Tataka. You know, he was undefeated for like two years. That's true. Man. 
I gotta ask. I don't know if there happened. Did, did Tonka ever? Uh, did, did Tonka work WCW when Goldberg was there? Uh, hmm. I'm not sure, honestly. Yeah, yeah I don't. I'm not sure I don't you, remember. Yeah. 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 That, I'm not that really was sure. interesting. But um, but yeah, I mean, God, if if, if Vince would have gave Luger a chance, I, I'm sure he would have been a great champion there for him. Oh, and uh, for some reason, the key. for some reason, you know what I mean? <laughs> it just never happened. Yeah. Uh, speaking in the Kitty Kolov, I know Malcolm's not on here tonight, but if you're listening, Malcolm, I know you're going back and listen to this show. Nikita Kolov said to tell you, thank you for your question about him and uh, him and uh, Dusty. Who was it? Him and Sting. Yeah, yeah, him and Sting against Tully and Arn. Uh, thank you for your comments, and that was the most mem- uh, your most memorable and favorite tag team match. But he said he did want to correct you. Um, it's a Russian sickle. Not a clothesline. <laughs> hey, Malcolm, if you listen to the archives of this podcast, uh, you're getting some love from Russian Nightmare and Nikita Kolov. So. And it's, it's the sickle, not the clothesline, the Russian sickle. Ask David Crockett. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he actually mentioned that there in the interview about – about uh, doing that on David, David Crockett <laughs> and shut David Crockett's mouth. Oh my goodness, that was classic! And yeah, you see Barbarian, all laughing. You see Barbarian in the ring laughing you, you, with Paul Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good stuff, classic. Now, what were you saying, Steve? I'm sorry. No, I was going to ask a couple questions. Uh, uh, okay. Do you have a favorite moment? Uh, or match or, or moment working with Nikita since you're close with Ivan? Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, quite a few. Uh, There's a few of them. I know about the six-man tag bought for Ivan Nikita one time. That was really cool. Um, there's one where actually Nikita was special guest referee for one of my matches. That was really cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's a few of uh, several, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, Nikita was always a class act, man. I, I love Nikita. He's awesome. And then, um, did you work any matches or any shows with Lex Luger? With Luger? Oh, yeah. Quite a few, actually. Um, and Luger's great. Oh, and, uh, in the back with him and on the road with him was really cool, too. So many good memories. Uh, some are pretty comical, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, when after a house show, I I got to do wrestling one of the Volanos from Mexico, which we would have many oh great matches with those guys. You know, the, the luchadors are amazing. So I, I get after the match, I get it back. I, I've been craving Diet Seven Up all night. Right, there's a big canisters of Diet Seven Up and Diet Dr Pepper next to each other, and here's Luger, Arn Anderson, Perry Satter, and Dean Malenko. Just you know around chit-chatting and i went to go get like a bunch of diet seven up to take a road you know trip back home with me right 
And Luger comes up and he said, hey, man, once you get Diet Dr. Pepper, it's got caffeine in it. <laughs> and I was like, listen, you, 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 you big you big goof. If I wanted to get, get Diet Dr. Pepper, I would, but I'm craving Diet 7 Up, and I'm going to give me some Diet 7 Up, right? And uh, they all started laughing, right? Arn, Dean, and Perry, and and <laughs> you're not right, are you? He said, no, I'm not. I'm thirsty. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Luger was always cool, man. He, he was down to earth, and we, you know, we've had dinner together and everything. And it was funny because he, he always pushed his leftovers on to me, right? Here, take this, take that, right? And uh, <laughs> I guess I, I, I guess it's fine. <laughs> Because he, he would try to proportion his meals and stuff, and he was talking about going to gym and protein shakes and all that sort of thing. And, um, one time, one time I uh, I was having dinner with Dusty, right? And Dusty kept pushing this cheesecake on me, right? And um, and I, I want, you know, I thanked him, you know, I just I just couldn't eat it all because I was stuffed from dinner, right? So I I pushed the cheesecake to Luger. Hey, Luger, hey, Lex, want some cheesecake? Lex looked at me, right? He said, You're kidding you're kidding me, right? <laughs> and I said, Look, man, you gonna turn out cheesecake from the dream? No, and pointed uh, uh nodded my head to Dusty and he just looked at Dusty and then he just grabbed the cheesecake and commenced to eating. <laughs> oh my god. But Lex was great. He 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 was a cool guy and he was a lot of fun. And uh, I used to see him and Elizabeth a lot when they were together in the WCW days, and uh, yeah, they're they're always really cool. Did um did Luger and Randy have any uh, friendship, or did they keep their separate ways? I mean, they were kosher. They were cool. You know what I mean? I didn't, you know, seeing that ordinary. You know, they, they're they're always pretty professional. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I was around them, because you never know, I, uh, right? <laughs> could be. Uh... Oh yeah. Um, Did uh, but uh, I, 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 it used to be cool. Oh. It used to be cool. Funny to see Liz try to tell Lex to hurry up to, to get out, do their their fits, <laughs> right? Because Luger was, you know, he would always primp and get right and. And Liz is like, come on, hurry up. You got to get out there. You know what I mean? That's funny. I, I was just oh, going to ahead. ask, Sorry, uh, mm-hmm. did, uh, Lex, did Lex Luger ever wrestle Madden T.A.? I'm not sure, honestly. I'm not. That's a good question. I'm not sure, but I would love to have been there to see it for sure. Yeah, I just, I just happened to think about that. Because I think Luger at the time was just getting started in Florida during that time. Oh, good. Yeah. Because um, there, there were a lot of talk during that time with Lex and Scott Hall being the two newcomers with the, the good bodies and everything. And that's back when yeah. Scott Hall looked like Tom, Tom Selleck back yeah. in the day. Right. Yeah. Back when he was in the AWA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Star, Star, I'm not sure. Star Wolf. 
Whatever happened to that? Oh, yeah, the American uh, Starship. Yeah, Starship Eagle and Wolf and Eagle. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I I was going to ask you. Dan Spivey uh, was the other partner then, yeah. Dan Spivey was his partner. Uh, uh, Scott Halls. Yeah. They called him. So he called himself American uh, Starship. <laughs> nice. I was going to ask you, uh, whatever happened to the other William Regal? Um, are you talking about Mr. Other Steve Regal? Mr. Le- yeah. The Mr. Electricity, Mr. Electricity yeah, Steve Regal? The other Steve Regal. He was in uh, AWA. You know, I'm not sure, actually, because I remember him. He, he teamed up with Jimmy Garvin a few times. Okay, because, see, I thought for the longest time, I thought him and William Regal was the same person, but then I realized it was. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can't even imagine William Regal having the doppelganger run around. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, Mr. Electricity retired in 96, is what I read. Yeah. Okay. On uh, on Wikipedia, so consider the source, but that's what I read. Yeah, I remembered him. I remembered him mostly. I remember him with like with the AWA, Mister Electricity Steve Regal. Wasn't he with the uh, Freebirds one time or no? In AWA? Uh, I'm not sure honestly, but I know him and Jimmy Garvin did some stuff like tag. They tagged together. Okay. But I'm not more sure if he was a Freebird or not. I know Jimmy Garvin eventually became a Freebird. And he, he, he um, Jimmy Garvin always had a tight association with the Freebirds anyway before he became a Freebird, so it was inevitable. I read that um, uh, Hayes and Luger had a had a U.S. title match in '89. Uh, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. What a great feud they had, Michael Hayes and Lex Luger. They I had to go back and watch it. Yeah, I just seen that good. the other day. It was uh, Wrestle War. 89, I believe it was. Yeah. It was uh, Michael Hayes and Luger, and, and then uh, Michael Hayes won the U.S. title. And right. Michael Hayes that was in really, really good shape back then, too. Yeah. He was in really good, good shape. Right. Good stuff. Yeah, man, man, could you... Good stuff. When the Hall of Fame uh, was occurring, or or sometime after, I was thinking to myself, like, man, uh, Michael Hayes is lucky he, uh, the Freebirds went in uh, pre-pandemic, uh, because uh, they, they had so much time at that Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, my God. They were, they, they were even were singing the, the a song at the end, or something like that, <laughs> Yeah, that could have been like a, a go home right there. Like they could have finished the show with that. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was at first, but you know we had more to come. <laughs> Stro, you're not you're not gonna believe this. Okay. We were okay. We were just talking on this show about why Lex Luger never won the uh, world title, and. Mm-hmm. I, I've got the answer for you. Lex Luger did a uh, interview earlier on why Vince McMahon didn't have him win the WWE title, 
at SummerSlam '93, okay. and this is what he said. He was on the Hall of Fame with uh, he was on the podcast with Xbox Sean Waltman. Yeah. He says many fans remember Luger from his All American character, and he said we did a walkthrough the week before. They didn't allow me to slam Yoko because they didn't want him to get hurt. Luger revealed, I'm the one that has to lift 627 pounds, and they didn't want him to get hurt. So I was so nervous. I didn't have good footing when I got in that ring there. I have cowboy boots on, and Yoko calmed me down and said, don't worry, I got this. I just get a wide base. I just got a good base and helped turn, turn him. But Yoko, as you know, I called the dancing bear. Those island boys, so athletic and born to wrestle. He literally almost slammed himself off of me, getting a good base and helped turn him just a little bit. He was that angle. I was so relieved after that. Wow. He was unbelievable. The crowd reaction, Manhattan skyline in background. And the surprise with me coming down and pushing Bobby Heenan out of the way the setup on the whole thing was great. One of the greatest mom- one of the great moments I'll always remember in my career for sure. The feud culminated in Luger challenger for the title at in ninety three. While Luger won the match it was via count out, me Yokozuno remained the champion. Walton yeah. like many other fans said that Luger should have won the belt that night. Luger responded to that statement. A lot of people felt that way that it would have been better even if I turned the belt over to him the following night on Raw and got heat on Yoko, Luger said. He did something to me to get it back or something. I enjoyed the opportunity, obviously, and it was a great promotion. But a lot of people thought it might have been more beneficial if you're going to still go with Yoko and have the babyface win and have Yoko win it right back or something. It might have been good. I agree with that for sure. Luger went on to win the Rumble the following year, along with Bret Hart. And in in defense of Vince and the decision makers at the time, Vince was really big, you know, on how much the guard meant to Vince. Luger noted he promised me the title. Vince and I had a great relationship. If I want to put the title on you rather than at SummerSlam, I'd rather wait and do it at WrestleMania 10 at Madison Square Garden. He had that in his head, that if you're going to be my guy, I'm going to put the belt on you as a baby face and give you a run with it. Then things happened. After that, and he ended up putting it on Brett, who was a great champion. Why did they not give him the belt? That really was Vince's thinking. I'll give everything, I'll get everything revved back up for WrestleMania, and what a way to coronate Lex as my champion. If that's the way we decided to go at WrestleMania 10. That was kind of a little backstory to that whole thing. And that's what Luger said. So, but it never explained why didn't you get the title. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he just said, yeah, he was just saying that, that Vince had it in plan for him to be champion, but he never gave it. It's some breaking scoop news. About <laughs> these. Oh well. Um, oh well. Okay. I think that's. Uh, <laughs> I think that's just. 
I think that's just Luger giving him material to uh, print or uh, <laughs> put out there. Yeah, I guess so. That so, was actually but, a raffle uh, link if y'all want to read it. We're back to square one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought we had an answer there. Oh, I was hoping so, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a great moment in history. <laughs> Um, who do you, go ahead. Who do you think would be a good Who do you think would be a good opponent today for Alex Luger? Oh crap! Oh man! Oh, let's see. Probably Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I could see. Uh, I, Mac. Yeah, I could see McIntyre. Uh, I was thinking Cesaro. If uh, if it's a villain. Oh yeah. Uh, if it's a villain Luger, I'd have to go Brian because Brian is such a a, a good uh, fan. Oh player. yeah, totally. I've I've got some breaking news for y'all. Uh oh, I hope it's better than the last one. Yeah. Oh, it is. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> they have announced that calling the Impact AEW main event at Impact Rebellion will be Mario Ranella, who used to be in. WWE. Mario, Mario now. What is he calling? He's calling the, uh, the uh, Impact Rebellion main event, Kenny oh. Omega versus Rich Swan. Is, is this a one is and that, done, or is this is going to be a, a continuous thing? Do, right. do they say? Yeah, I want that too. It might be one, but that'd be interesting if it continues. Yeah, that'd be great. Gosh. He just says says he'll be calling the main event and that he's currently an announcer for Bellator and something else. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He keeps very very busy with his combat sports uh, work, so that's cool that he's doing wrestling again. Yeah, that's great. Yes, that's pretty Um, good. I got him. Is that Mm -hmm. interview going to be in Canada or is that going to be in the States? Like, I, I think it's in the States. I think it's going to be okay. in uh, wherever they've been taping their shows. I think Nashville, I think it is. Because um, I know Mario is a Canadian. That's why I have that. Because I think uh, Anthem might be facing uh, Canada. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What do you guys think about the new announcer on Raw? That new guy, commentator. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't judge yet. I can't knock him yet, but I'm sure he right. doesn't sound that much different than uh, some of the other play-by-play they've had. I mean, he doesn't sound uh, bad so far. I honestly think, can't say because I, I, I haven't even heard him because I, I haven't even watched. I stopped watching WWE after the uh, WrestleMania and the Broken Skull. <laughs> Thing. I, I, I hadn't even watched WWE, <laughs> I so I, I, I can't I say. I didn't watch a lot of Raw, so I'd have to go back and listen to it. But, um, sure, what did you think about Michael Cole? Uh, what did you think about the commentary at WrestleMania? Because there was some, a couple of moments where people kind of rolled their eyes, like Cole, you know, botching the finish and saying the Sasha had kicked out, and then, the fiend's entrance with the whole box-like structure, people kept eye-rolling at. Uh, and what about the pound and ground? 
<laughs> oh my gosh! I miss that. Uh, he was a Michael Cole was a rare form, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I think um, I think Byron Saxon had to say the the box like structure somebody did, and it's like everybody. And then I heard people saying, "Why don't you just call it a box? That's what it is, the box." <laughs> Oh man, Un- unbelievable! Unreal. No. I you know I thought night one was just amazing. Night one right. was just rocking, right? And then night two was like hit and miss until the main event. The main event saved it totally. Exactly. But yeah, um, I, thought, I, I thought that triple threat match was amazing with Edge and Daniel Bryan the, uh, and uh, the double mm-hmm. Reigns. The double cross face was awesome. Oh, and them headbutting at each other as they're trying to get Reigns to tap out. That was really cool. Right. That was like that was like playing a C out of a uh, Regal Finley. I mean, uh, yeah, Regal Finley, Regal ben, uh, Regal Benoit actually, because they were doing headbutts. You know, the, you know, the you know, I never thought I'd say this, but I think the thing that I'm gonna, the moment I'm going to remember probably the most out of this year's WrestleMania. Was when Bad Bunny did the uh, Canadian Destroyer. That was amazing. That that was <laughs> unexpected. And then uh, yeah. Booker called it the Bunny Destroyer. And then I thought about what I was going to call <laughs> it later. I I said uh, I thought to myself Barrico Destroyer because he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Oh. I wasn't a fan of his. TV segments because it just felt very long and they were just no yeah. time. But his his match, I I thought it impressed me because I I didn't expect him to get that much time in the match and give Priest yeah. out to him. Yeah. But yeah, that that night that night one was just amazing. Start to finish. Cesaro Rollins. Cesaro Rollins is one of my favorite matches of the of the uh. weekend. With the UFO what, what a show stealer that one was! Oh man, what a match! I can't believe it took them that long to get in the singles match at Mania. It's crazy. God, yeah, yeah. Good stuff, man. I mean, but I mean, I, overall, I mean, I thought the rest of Mania was good this year. I, uh, I think I. Usually Mania is a mixed bag for me, but uh, there was obviously right. good matches on both nights. But uh, I, re- I think match of the week had to be uh, Champa Walter, of course. Oh God, what a match! Oh, that was amazing. Definitely a throwback. Um, I love how he I wish we, I wish we can get more of uh, I wish we can get more of um, Walter. <laughs> Right, he's 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 awesome, and and Champa man, uh, Champa's one of the best they got, man. Champa's amazing. Yeah, I was uh, fortunate to see his ROH work and and kind of follow his NXT run, and uh, yeah, he's I think he's really good in his psycho role, Blackheart persona. And, and Champa, I'm still waiting for the Champa Randy Orton match. 
that's the best <laughs> right. if it ever happens. That, that that'll be oh my gosh, that'll be. Because um, I think the only thing left for Orton, the only the only real the only speculation I've seen is, is maybe Orton Edge teaming up since they both wore a white gear at Mania. But uh, other than that RKO reunion, I think um, a Champa Orton match would be pretty good too. Gosh, I would love to see Orton and Edge get back together as a team. Would be interesting. I like that big guy too, uh, AJ Styles. Almost, Martin, I almost. thought he did good against, yeah, um, yeah against D Day. Yeah. That was pretty good. He's pretty dominant. If they keep uh, building, uh, building him like a giant, that'd be good. Instead of treating him like they did Great Khali, you know. <laughs> yeah, they they give Khali a run and then they just turn him into a comedy act. Yeah, I mean, almost isn't. Do that right away. And now he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> and you know, you know, the weird thing is, I, you know, I was thinking about this the other night. Yeah, Kali. Uh, it's really weird that Christian, if you think about it, Christian and Big Show, Paul White, their last appearance on WWE camera was both with Randy Orton. Randy Orton punted Christian in the head, and then he was backstage with Big Show and said, Get up, you old fat boy. You know he was sitting in a chair, <laughs> and I thought, I thought, wow, that's pretty weird. <laughs> wow, Randy Orton is the legend killer. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> do you, uh, do you, um, do you guys have any plugs you like to uh, give out there? Uh, um, you got you got Steve. Not really any plugs. Just uh, I would recommend checking out uh, some of the recent New Japan events. Kota Bushi won Osprey had a really good match with the you no know, heavyweight title there, and then I'm looking forward to uh, John Moxley versus uh, Nagata at some point. I'm not sure the date of it yet. But he challenged uh, Nagata to face him for the. Challenger with the U.S. title. I think that'd be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Um, I also saw that uh, Dark Side of the Ring, his third season is coming back. I'm looking forward to that, too. They're uh, starting nice. with Brian Feldman. So oh, awesome. pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, you can reach me at uh, Sutter Steven on my social media. But, yeah, those are my... Uh, Plugs. Uh, glad I could be on uh, talking about Lex Luger and uh, recent events. Awesome. Uh, All right. What I about don't you, really have Brian. Uh, well, I don't. I don't really have any plugs. Uh, I did want to ask you, Stro, because I haven't asked you in a long time, and I was just thinking about it a while ago. Um, how is your uh, Godson doing that loves uh, Spider Man. Oh, he's doing great. Uh, matter of fact, he's a big ROH fan. They go see the ROH oh, shows uh, every now and then, and uh, and everything. So yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the Ring of Honor people there, they they treat him like gold up there. So I need to that's cool. 
I yeah. need to catch up on. I need to watch more ROH because they have the uh, the Los Gobernadores Spatch uh, Song uh, there. Uh, I wonder if Andrade uh, eventually goes there to uh, join his stablemates at some point. Roosh and Dragon Lee and the others. So um, interesting, uh, interesting times. Um, so uh, I wanted to ask. Uh, I figured enough time, but what do you think about Godzilla vs. King Kong? I know you've probably talked about this about it, but I had to ask. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It was. It was light years better than the original for sure, and, and second, it was it gave a lot of insight on uh, some things you didn't know about both Godzilla and King Kong, which was really cool. And Tarzan, Tarzan was in the movie. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> uh, just uh, it was just all around. It was great, and I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I I thought they, it was very well done, and I hear it's really doing good uh, around the world. The movie is. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check it out. I had I haven't watched it yet on uh, HBO Max, but I'm gonna check it out. I hope that if they do another movie with Kong and Godzilla, that they kind of bring back the uh, Skull Island cast because I really liked uh, some of the uh, people in that movie, like John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I really I really enjoyed seeing the uh, fight scenes and uh, Kong vs. Godzilla. Yeah, it was really cool, and we got we got to see uh, um, a titan that uh, oh, a man-made titan that we hadn't seen since back in the day in the movie as well. So that was really cool. Nice. And then seeing King Kong and Godzilla doing wrestling moves was pretty awesome. <laughs> Like the, I, I popped with Godzilla arm drag, King Kong. Uh, I popped when King Kong drop kicked Godzilla. Um, it was just amazing. I mean, it, the choreographer had to have been a wrestling fan. Seriously. <laughs> right. And the, the Superman punch by King Kong was pretty amazing. Off the building. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like a little bit of everybody was talking about that, baby. And King Kong doing the axe handle off the top of the building. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a Macho Man fan in there somewhere. And 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 the thing at a lethal weapon, you know, Mel Gibson when he's uh, Martin Riggs when he puts his shoulder back in place. Kong did oh, that yeah. with the building, putting his shoulder up. Man, I oh like whoa, that's that was amazing. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and and seeing Godzilla and King Kong as a tag team was pretty awesome. Right at the end. Mhm. Good stuff. I also want to let all the uh, fans know out there at uh, WSC Lounge. I'll let y'all know when the show's coming back. Uh, you know when I've got another show lined up. Um, of course, after the last. Uh, Tuesday show on last Thursday, I got the honor of interviewing uh, Bob and Tom, the hosts of the one with with Bob and Tom two show, who have uh, who they live in Canada, and they've uh, interviewed all kind of uh, hockey people and 
wrestlers and celebrities and all kinds of different people. And uh, they were pretty cool. And there's uh, one interview they got on YouTube where um, where Bob gets to do the interview and he's sitting there and Chris Jericho says, shut up, kid. So that was pretty funny, they said. They liked that. <laughs> <laughs> But what? Thank you guys for calling. You guys make the show as always. Um, always a pleasure having you on. Uh, please uh, drop in next week. And thank you, listeners that are listening. Be sure to catch our archive show up tonight. Just look, go to VOCNation.com. Look for WCW Retro and Talking Lex Luger. And uh, hope you guys have a rest, great rest of the week and weekend. And we'll see you next Thursday. And we'll send go home with the sounds of Bad Street USA. You'll have a good night. God bless. God bless. Yeah, yeah, yeah.